welcome to episode five of the Now What podcast. You're listening to the Now What podcast, a podcast for women healing from loss that will provide you with practical ways to overcome the challenges you are facing as you navigate the aftermath of loss. If you're ready to get unstuck and move forward with confidence on your journey, then this is the podcast for you. It is possible to start loving the life you're living after loss. And here is your guide, host, certified life coach and widowed mom, Erin Hinty. Hey there, and thanks for listening to another episode of the podcast. My name is Erin Hinty, and I'm truly honored that you chose to join me today. If you stick around long enough, I know you'll gain tips, tools, and hear inspirational stories from others on a similar journey that will support you on the road ahead. In this episode, I will share with you 10 pieces of advice from other widowed women, how to accept that advice in a way that's meaningful for you, and a strategy for overcoming the beliefs that may be keeping you from receiving these words of wisdom today. A couple years ago, I had a conversation with a group of widowed women who wanted to share their journeys with me. It was during that conversation that I asked them, if you think back to where you were in the early days of widowhood, what advice would you give yourself? These women offered up some sage wisdom that they wish they'd have known in the early stages of grief. I went on to capture 10 of their best pieces of advice they shared with me that day and wanted each of you to know as well. So if you choose to accept this wisdom being offered up to you today, I invite you to do so in a way that's meaningful for you because this is 100% your journey and the good news is it doesn't have to look like anyone else's. As I start going through the list here in just a moment, I want you to sit with each of these for just a few minutes to see what thoughts or feelings come up for you. At the end of this episode, I'll give you a strategy to work through the beliefs that may keep you from truly believing the words you're hearing today. So let's start with number one. Take things day by day and do what works for you. Because any other way may not be living in alignment with who you are. Attempting to tackle too many things at once can be overwhelming. And between the physical, emotional, and mental toll grief takes on your body, you must learn to listen to your body and move at your own pace. You may hear people from the outside world looking in, asking you questions that you just don't have the answers to yet, which may plant seeds of doubt, thinking that you should be doing something differently than you're already doing. I encourage you to take things in the early days of grief one moment at a time because you may find that what you set out to accomplish for the day is just too much. Advice number two, it's going to get worse and it's going to get better. All you can do is ride the grief waves, feeling your feelings and breathe. Please don't let this scare you and know that this is one person's perspective, but I'm here to share with you the real side of grief. And honestly, if you think of the ocean waves crashing down on the beach by the ocean, you will find that sometimes they are more intense than others. It's important to acknowledge those feelings that come up for you. Get curious about where those emotions are coming from, whether it be a triggered memory of your loved one or you experience something new for the first time only to realize they aren't here to celebrate with you. Just remember that the most powerful tool you have is your breath. 
And as you breathe, you will sit with those feelings and begin to process them in a way that's meaningful for you. Number three, allow yourself to grieve and ask for help even if you don't know exactly what you need. Suppressing the very thoughts and feelings that remind you of the love you once carried for your person can prolong your grief over time. It will come back with the full force of a level four hurricane and knock you off course in the most unexpected ways. If sitting with your grief is too much for you at this time, consider sharing with a trusted friend and asking for help so you can navigate the trauma and events surrounding the grief in a therapeutic setting. Number four, my personal favorite, be patient with yourself. You may think you should be ready to tackle the never-ending to-do lists only to find out that you aren't able to accomplish the things you expected for yourself. Your body has been through a huge shock to you physically, mentally, and emotionally, and you're learning to do everything all over again in a new way without your loved one. It takes time to adjust, and with that, you must be patient because oftentimes where we actually are and where our human brains think we should be are in completely different places. Number five. Every step you take will be equal parts pain and joy. As you begin to realize you're stepping forward and finding joy again, you may be met with a pang of guilt as you realize your loved one isn't here to enjoy it with you. Over time, you may find that the pain lessens and that the memories of your loved one will begin to be woven in the fabric of everything that you do as you move forward. Number six, do life on your own terms. You only have one life to live, and after loss, I can imagine you no longer have the tolerance to do things the way others want you to anymore. But you may want to take comfort in getting back to a routine that feels more like you. Don't hesitate to express what you need, and even though others may not understand why you're doing things, just know it isn't up to you to explain to them. You just keep doing you. Number seven. I realized quickly once I had to do everything on my own that I could do hard things. There may come a time when loved ones go back to their own lives to take care of the things that they need. When that day comes, you may find that you suddenly have to figure out how to do so many things that you never expected you'd ever have to do alone. There was a time recently when the rack of my dishwasher broke. In the early days, I would have totally called someone to fix it for me. But this time, I recall looking at it thinking, I can do this. With that thought in mind, I picked up my phone and searched the model number for my dishwasher and was soon writing down the part numbers and ordering them off of Amazon. The day the parts arrived, I found a YouTube video that walked me through fixing it. And I now know that even if I don't always want to, I can do hard things. Number eight, you don't know it yet today but you've got this. You may be feeling like the tide is starting to rise above your head and you can't figure out what to do, but I can assure you that you do have this. And when you don't, refer to the next piece of advice I'm about to share with you. Number nine, surround yourself with people who get it. The only people who truly understand. Because there's nothing sweeter in life than surrounding yourself with others on a similar journey to support you. 
They will be a reminder that you've got this, even when you may feel like you're dropping all the balls. This is your permission to drop them. And just know there are others who will cheer you on as you choose only to pick up the ones that you want to carry forward with you. And number 10, don't put off living. You may find that you're feeling lost, overwhelmed, and unsure what to do next. And with that, you may be afraid or uncertain how you want to start living life again without your loved one. Just like a newborn learns to walk, you'll begin to start experiencing the joy of doing things you once did with them. You may stumble and fall a few times or find yourself crying on the side of a canyon as you imagine that your husband would already be at the bottom with your kids. True story for another day. It's going to be okay. And in the words of Babe Ruth, don't let the fear of striking out keep you from winning the game. And believe me, you'll strike out over and over again. But you keep trying, you keep going, and you keep living. I imagine as I went through that list, there were a couple of statements that stood out to you. Maybe because you can resonate with it. Or you feel as though it's completely unbelievable at this phase of the journey you're on right now. I want to offer up a simple strategy I've used over and over with my clients who may not fully believe that any of these are possible yet for your own life. I encourage you to take time this week, whether in the early hours of the morning with your cup of coffee or during a very long bath at the end of a hard day, to sit with each of these pieces of advice this week. Explore the thoughts memories and feelings that come up for you when you think about each of them? Is there something you used to love doing that you may want to start doing again right now? Do you want to experience something in the future but are uncertain of how you'd even get there? You may not be able to imagine what this new chapter of your life could look like for you, so I encourage you to explore how you want to feel regardless of what life throws at you next. If you felt more at peace, what thoughts would you have? What actions would you desire to take? And are they in alignment with the version of you that has experienced life in this new way now? You may not know the end result that you're trying to get to just yet, and that's okay. But I can assure you that wherever it may lead you, my friend, it will lead you to exactly where you need to be. In the weeks ahead, I will continue to bring you practical tips, tools, and encouragement for others on a similar journey as you navigate this road ahead. So please be sure to subscribe to the channel so you don't miss a single episode. It was such an honor to be on this journey with you. So thank you for investing your time to be here with me today. Until next time, I'm wishing you all the best. If you've enjoyed today's podcast and want to design a life you truly love after loss, I invite you to join my Becoming You coaching program. It's a program for women healing from loss where I can personally help you get unstuck and moving forward with confidence. If you're asking yourself, what do I do now? Then don't wait another minute to get started and go to www.erinhinty.com linked in the show notes below to schedule your free 30-minute breakthrough session today. I look forward to uncovering what's next for you on your journey.